What's up, what's up, fam? It's a dose of hope radio. We come to you this week with the co-authors of Injustice, a brand new Amazon number one best-selling book in tow. Don't you go nowhere because we're bringing the authors and they're going to tell you all about their stories. Get ready, get ready for stories that touch the heart. We'll be right back. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, glory, oh, glory, glory. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day. When the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the amazing book signing event for Injustice. This stunning event was put together by Irish Wright, the visionary, and it took place at the beautiful Colonial Heritage in Williamsburg, Virginia. Today we present to you the authors in a round table style, one after the other. Get ready, hold tight, grab your tissues because it's on and popping. Today feels like a sweet sunny day.
Yes, yes, that was Sweet Sunny Day by Charles Jenkins. I love that song. So this anthology yields six authors, including the visionary. So the first one up to the round table is the amazing Sherry Farabee. Tell the people who you are, where you're from. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Miss Hope. My name is Sherry Farabee. I have been in the Tidewater area for about 24 years, um, but I am originally a military brat. So I am from all over. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So tell us what brings you to this chapter. How did you come up with it and what is the name of it? All right. So I am part of Volume 1 Injustice. The visionary is Miss Iris Wright. And when I saw her post, I've never written anything before other than my notes to myself or at work. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, what is this about? And I, I took a moment to reach out to her. And when she told me it was about different injustice that people have encountered with the legal system or within society, I immediately became emotional and was like, I need to be a part of this. Um, my chapter is called Writers Have Rights Too, and mine is very, very sentimental to me. Unfortunately, I lost my son in July of 2021, and he was a dirt bike rider, and he was on his young lady, ran a red light, and he was killed Um well, they say within a few minutes. And unfortunately, the city of Norfolk decided not to pursue charges against the young lady because they have a right to choose. There's like three different options and wow. their option was not to pursue charges against her. So that is why I wrote it. Wow. Wow. That is something. So that definitely is an injustice because, you know, when things like this happen, you want someone to be responsible, especially if they were negligent. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times with, you know, in traffic things, I know that even in a regular car accident, the, the officer in a lot of ways will not even want to, you know, press charges against someone or not even want to tell you, you know, that they're going to give somebody a ticket or they just want the courts to figure it out. Um, and and that's, that is so unfair, especially when it ends like this. So I battled, um, I battled with that. I know accidents happen and I honestly would not pursue it if I wouldn't have pursued a civil case and found out that she was negligent. And so wow. with me, I, I'm, I'm not out to hurt anyone. And if my son was at fault, that would have been something that I just unfortunately had to live with, but I pursued it, pursued it civilly and the engineering port literally showed that she ran the red light. He wasn't negligent. It wasn't him. And so I went to, you know, I, I went to the um, city of Norfolk and I spoke with the Commonwealth attorney and they have three options and they chose not to pursue it. And I do understand that dirt bikes are legally not supposed to be on the main road. That was never my argument. I understood that wholeheartedly. But jaywalking, if someone jaywalks and gets hit, the person driving the car is responsible. So, yeah. But you shouldn't be jaywalking. So what's the difference with a young man on a dirt bike who, okay, he shouldn't have been there. Give him a ticket. But if she wouldn't have ran a red light, my son would still be here. Wow. Wow. So how have you been able to navigate through this process or over overcome this? So I actually, I have not overcome it yet. I don't think I ever will yeah. because he's my firstborn, my firstborn, my only son. And oh. At the end of the day, I'm his voice. You know, yeah. um, while he was here, I had his back at all times. I'm that mom that whether he was right or wrong, I'm going to go out there and fight for him and then beat him. And, you know, when we get home. Yeah. And so I felt like I. I needed to do this. And so I did pursue, like I said, civil charges. And then I did go back and forth with the Commonwealth attorney on them pursuing charges against her. You know, she left that day with nothing happening to her. And we left that day with a hole in our heart. And so yeah. I stand on pushing past my quit. I say that so many times and I've, I've lived by that since 2020. 21, because so many times I've said, you know what, Sherry, just stop, give up. It's not worth it. Not only with her, but with, you know, me as a mom, but I have a grandson that he left me and I want him to know that I'm going to do whatever I can to continue to pursue justice for his dad, you know, and yeah. if, if I don't get justice for my son specifically, I want enough awareness brought to the law that the state of Virginia has in place that does not hold people who are negligent responsible. There's three options. They can not file charges against them, they can get a fine or they can do jail time. The Commonwealth is the one who chooses what they're going to pursue and what they're not going to pursue. And for whatever reason, they chose not to. And so if I can do anything is to bring enough awareness and enough fire to this that going forward, if something happens to someone else's loved one, that they'll think about not pursuing charges. Wow. Wow. This, this is powerful. So how can the everyday person help? You know, the everyday person, one, you know, we say this so many times 
times we say this so often, Miss Hope, that, oh, you got to look at who you're voting into office. But we have to, you know, are they standing for the same rights that you're standing for? Do they have the same, you know, morals and and are they standing on the same ground that you're standing on as far as what you want in your city, what you want your city to look like when it comes to laws and regulations and policies? And so we we so often we don't go to the polls for our city council or, you know, our congressmen. We just wait to the presidential election. Now, if someone that we're electing in office is not presenting to us the different types of policies and regulations and laws that we want to see, then we're held accountable. So going forward, you know, look at who's in our office and what they're standing for. And that is a cliche. I do know because I'm I'm guilty of it in the past. But I think with this particular Commonwealth attorney, if he sees that enough of us are standing on our principles, he may then in the future change his outlook on what he pursues. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that that's crucial. I think, you know, with a lot of injustice cases, it really does take a lot of, um, you know, going and visiting politicians and making sure that we are voting people into office who are for us. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to say I'm sorry for your loss. Um, you. And I pray that some justice comes from somewhere. I pray that yeah. it, it be made right. Thank you so much for being right here with us today. Thank you so much for having us and thank you for help allowing us to have a voice. That's it. You heard the song. Even if I'm afraid, just do it afraid. Whatever it is that you have to do, whatever you need to go after, do it afraid. I did it all for the first time. Made a mistake when I 
Don't judge me if you see me, okay? Don't judge me because you don't know what I've been through, all right? Don't make me tell you more than once. Please don't judge me. You might see me dancing, you might see me laughing, you might see me crying, but baby, don't judge me. Next up to the round table, we have Shayna Hicks. Tell us about your chapter. My chapter is about a loved one that is still serving time. I'm actually fighting on his behalf for justice. Um, he was given 80 years. He has served a 26 year, um, 26 years so far. And I'm hoping that with this book being published, I'm hoping that it get to the right hands, that they may see that it has been injustice on their part and they may do something to actually free my brother. Shana, I know that the name of your chapter is called Breaking Barriers. Why did you name it that? So Breaking Barriers is the name of my organization. My organization is Breaking Barriers 757. And um, I have an outreach ministry. My mission is to serve communities and to serve families, to bridge the gap between the families and the community, and just to go to the hard places and do the hard work that a lot of people don't want to do. So when you look at injustice, what exactly are you hoping to help? I'm hoping that the justice system will actually see that some things need to be changed around, that um, we, we, have to, we have to get rid of the old way of thinking. We have to actually deal with the hard things things and um and 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 redirect people's hope so what is your brother's name my brother's name is rudolph turner and he is in buckham virginia he's in buckham correctional center he must be proud to have his sister right here by his side fighting for him that is amazing thank you (laughs) so how does it feel to be an amazon number one bestseller 
all I can say is all glory go to God. Um, God is faithful. His promises is yes and amen. And he has truly shown himself in my life. Shauna, if you could see any change, what change would you like to see? So for me, um, the changes that I would like to see is before the justice system um, decide to lock um, our brothers and sisters up um, just to punish them, I would like to see that resources are offered to them. Um, let's start offering them mental health services. Let's start dealing with the hard things, dealing with the trauma that has actually allowed this individual to partake in some whatever type of crime it is that has caused them to be fighting for justice for themselves. So I just want them to have a fair chance of turning their life around and having a support system and the justice system not just saying we have this put in place, but not actually following through with something to actually help the individual to turn their life around. Yes, yes, that is awesome. I mean, it would be great to see those types of resources exercised. Well, family, we're going to be right back, but I'm telling you guys, we are out on location. So if you hear noises in the background and a little bit of talking and stuff like that that's just because we are out on location at the venue with these amazing authors for their book signing we'll be right back it's the final hour desperate cries for help life ain't always easy to be released so many people stuck in a trance blinded by the god of this world open your eyes see the deception find out who you are in his world grab your armor get ready for battle stand in your authority
years of life has got you in a whirlwind. You are stressed out and depressed, and you keep failing the test, and you have to start out over again. Aren't you tired of going in circles, and you can't see your way out? You're going crazy. You need to chill. But to the one that endures till the end, hold your head up, don't you cry. It's alright anyhow. You came too far just to give up now. But you're tired of going in circles, and you can't see your way out. You're going crazy. You need. Fight On by Shana Atkins, the sister to Mary Mary. A lot of people don't know that, but yes, she is the baby sister, all right? And also, that was Keep Holding On by my girl, Danita Gibbs. Yes, keep holding on. I don't know what you're going through, but keep holding on. Don't you let go, because God's going to what? God's going to do it. Right now, we have Sky Harrison bringing her up to the round table. Scott, tell us, what is your chapter about? So the name of my chapter is Life Lessons. Uh, and it's basically about um, just being in a situation where the system failed me. Um, I lost my kids when I was about 25. Um, I had to fight to get them back. I didn't do anything wrong to lose them. But just because I wouldn't testify against my child's father, they took them from me. So and I just wanted, just wanted to tell my story about how everybody looked at me like, how did she do that? And how did she get them back? But they don't know my struggle and they don't know my fight and how long it took me to actually get through the processes and working through it and actually just, you know, recovering from something that I never even was supposed to go through right, in so right. many words. You know, and that definitely is an injustice when you think about, you know, things that can happen to you that you don't bring on yourself and that, you know, you're like, why is this happening to me? What did that look like for you? Like, you know, just to just to be a believer and know 
that God is who he is, but to also say, how could this have happened? Yeah, I just feel like everything in life now, looking at it from years later versus then, everything happens for a reason. So I just feel like if I wouldn't have went through anything that I've been through, especially with the fight for my children, like I wouldn't be standing right here today yeah. to tell my story or even be in a position to better myself or, you know, get out here in the world and actually get to meet people and just learn things about other people that I want to be able to share my story with and relate to them about because I never had nobody to really talk to it about. I just kept it in for years, but I'm tired of just hearing that, oh, she lost her kids, she lost her kids, but nobody yeah. knowing the story behind it. Right, right. So if there's a young girl out there that's going through the same thing that you've been through, what would you advise her to do? <laughs> get a lawyer because like don't just sit there and take it and just wait till it's so far gone that it's like little help for you get a lawyer get on it even if it's a free lawyer somebody that can just give you the rundown on how the legal processes work and what's legal and what's not and i'll just go i'll go that route you know what's crazy because at the end of the day you deserve to fight for you and that's and that's what i tell people all the time you know sometimes we lie down and we allow things to happen and we take stuff but no you deserve to fight for you. Sky, what change would you like to see? For me, I would just want to see better laws in place as far as just, you know, when people call in claims or whatever the case may be in a child situation, it should be better CPS laws enforced. It should be channels you have to go through before you can physically remove somebody's child from the house home. You should have to have proof. It should just be a whole restructure of the whole CPS system, the court system, and how they give away custody and who they give it to. Because sometimes it's just turning our children over into people that don't even care. They want the check, but they don't care. And everybody know, like I've been team mom since I was 17 and I'm always about my children and I'm always going to fight for them. So now I'm just to the point that I just want to tell my story. That's right. Tell that story to all who will listen in effort to help someone else. All right. All right. Next up to the round table is Renee Woodard. Please tell us your story. Why I said my story was from the impossible to the possible. I was a straight street girl. I sold drugs. I did coke. Did whatever I wanted to do. Was locked up. Didn't care. But when you put God in your life, all things are possible. Um, I'm coming from losing my parents. Both parents. I have no parents, but I have a beautiful godmother and I have a beautiful mother-in-law that's like my mother. Um, and I lost my best friend. I've been through so much trauma in my life that somebody will look at me. I'm also a person that was raped, beaten, but I'm still standing. It's nothing about me. It's it's all about him because he brought me a mighty, mighty long way. And just like I said, from the impossible to the possible. I like when man said, you can't, I can't never be nothing. But God said, you everything. I quit school. And when I was in 11th grade, my godmom, she used to make me go to school all the time. My punishment, well, I couldn't meet with her. And I was like, okay, I'm going to school. But I quit school at 16. I know she, I quit school. I went back to school after 20 years. And then when I went to get my high school, because I wanted my high school diploma, I went to Job Corps. Actually, that's where I met my husband at in Job Corps. And they kicked me out because I beat this boy with a two-by-four. But, you know, that was just me. I'm not that girl no more. <laughs> but um, I went back to school, and I was the valedictorian of my class. And I had so many scholarships when I graduated with my high school diploma. And then I went for my associate's degree. And then I went for my bachelor's degree. And now I'm about to go for my master's degree. <laughs> so, again, like I said, from the impossible to the possible. Wow. Wow. Nothing short of amazing. Nothing short of God. Wow. So what would you say, you know, considering all the injustices that you've seen, what would you like people to change? What change would you like to see? Um, I just would like to see, you know, when people look at a person, don't look at them for the color, the gender or whatever they are, you know, just look at them for who they are, you know, learn a person before you can stereotype a person and just put blame on them for anything. You got to know a person before you can judge a person. I don't think we could have got it any better than that. When we come back, we'll hear from the visionary of injustice. Here's our theme song, Have Hope 2.0.
gotta do it, gotta do it now. So what if you make a mistake? You better get up and get up on your way. Don't let nobody stand in your way. Have hope to be a brighter day. Find time, you gotta make up your mind. You can do it. Hey, just Gave it to you, you're gonna get it. He's gonna see you through. Don't worry about the time or the day. Know that God is gonna make a way. Stand up and believe in yourself, or you can do it. Hey, hey, just stop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta have hope. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and IG at A Dose of Hope Radio. Hello, this is Roderick Williams. Now tell me, if you truly love your family and friends, then why leave them with the burden of your funeral expenses on the worst day of their lives? If you fall into this category, then I'm your man, the insurance man. I offer free policy reviews, burial and cremation plans, low-cost life insurance for ages 0 to 89, retirement planning, mortgage protection, also last will and testament. No medical exams required. You can reach me at 757-266-7720. And again, the phone number is 757 757- Two six six seven seven two zero. Your protection is in your hands. Hey everybody, it's your girl Nakia Marie, and you are listening to I Believe in Me on a Dose of Hope Radio. When I wake up in the morning and I look up, I just thank you for another day. I know there's something so special and unique about me. Dreaming all night about my future life is hard to be still. When I feel excited about every dream I fulfill. And I live my life purposeful. If one door closed, you gotta know. Another's gonna open up. Oh, I feel it so deep in me, the world they are waiting on me, to walk it out, live out loud, nothing's gonna stop me, cause I be
without you I would have lost it all but now I see how you were there for me and I can say never would have made it never could have made it without I would have lost it all but now I see how you were there for me and I can say I'm stronger I'm wiser I'm better much better when I look back over all you brought me through I can see that you Somebody just need to testify to something next to him. Tell him, I'm strong. I'm wiser. I'm better. Much better. I made it. Is there anybody in this house other than me that could declare you made it? Tell your neighbor, never would have made it. Never could have made it. Yes, yes, this seemed to have been the central theme for the whole event. That was Never Could Have Made It by Marvin Sapp. This song was featured at the Injustice event that took place at the beautiful historic Colonial Heritage in Williamsburg, Virginia. Today, I introduce to you the visionary Iris Wright. She has put together an anthology based on the injustices that people face in life. Welcome to the show. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, my name is Iris Wright and um, I live in Newport News, Virginia. I am from Delaware. I am a business owner, author, mother, wife, and um, I am the visionary of um, Injustice Volume 1. Right now, we just launched our new anthology called Injustice. It made Amazon number one bestseller. I decided to do this movement to help people that has gone through injustice, any type of injustice, I want to say. And all of us have different stories of injustice. What my story, I came out in January and told people that I was facing over 20 years incarceration. I have, I lost my daughter and um, I was 18 years old when that took place. People just like me, no matter what kind of injustice they have experienced, um, it's a lot of pain, a lot of struggle getting back in and trusting people and just yeah. evolving. And just like me, I thought that I could just put everything in a box and it would just go away and never happen and just keep on living um, until I had to open up and face it. And I realized that I never healed from it. 
So this movement, I really want people to learn how to fight without fighting, how to use their voices, and don't be afraid to speak up. And most importantly, know that you're not by yourself and that you can evolve. You can still grow. You can heal. You can evolve. This is just going to be amazing. I'm excited to see this type of platform out there for people to be a part of and share. And I'm telling you, this um, visionary is going to be calling for authors forever for this because things just happen to people and people need to know about these things. I'm just, you know, I'm just happy um, to be able to to put this platform together and to be able to open up myself because um, for 20 years, this is something that I did not like to talk about. Yeah. Kind of made my stomach hurt and everything else thinking about it or, you know, getting it out there and very emotional. So um, I can't imagine what some of these, uh, some of my authors had to experience because I've, it's been over 20 years for me, but some of my authors, it's been as little as 18 months for them, for them to share their stories. Um, so wow. I'm just happy to be able. Wow. And I know that makes it fresh. Yeah, very fresh. And, um, you know, I'm just happy to be able to create this platform and I'm hoping to see it grow um, over time. Um, we've already started calling for authors for volume two. And um, I'm just hoping that the community just come in and if they do need help to know who to reach out to to be in a circle with people who has been there who's who's don't have judgment um because that's one thing that we face when we face certain things when society tells us that we've done something wrong even though in our mind and we know that we didn't everyone else is looking at us as if we did it yeah absolutely absolutely um, so that's what space um i want to create somewhere where they can feel safe and talk they can cry they can pray we can heal together it really do take a village um to get through all all of what life has has thrown at us you know yes absolutely um, so i'm hoping to see this grow absolutely i am also please tell us a little bit about your chapter uh my chapter is called scarred by injustice and my chapter is a telling my story i was 18 years old i was facing over 20 years incarceration um i lost my daughter it took me a little over four years to get her back for a crime i didn't commit um and didn't really know how to use my voice. Um, I just kept all the pain inside, all the emotion, um, all the anger, all the hate. I even lost my relationship with God for a while. Stopped believing. I thought that he forgot about me and my daughter. It was, it was a dark time. Um, yeah. that I had to try to overcome and injustice take you through cycles because for a minute, it, especially when you're so young and naive, what these people are saying that you did and you know you did not do, it caused you to second guess yourself. Yeah. Do I have um, do I have another personality? You know, who am I? You know, yeah. are are they saying telling me the truth about who I am? You know, it was a period of time that I I think I lost a few years of my life. I don't know how, but I remember going to therapy and um they kept she kept asking me, you know, how old are you? And I kept telling her my age. And then eventually she said, Iris, I want you to sit down. Where did the last three years go? And she told me how old I was. Wow. Wow. Um, so you never know what someone else is going through. So even going through that injustice implied into my life, I try really, really hard to see people differently, even when talking to them, because I was once that angry person. Yeah. I, um, I was, <laughs> you know, I was, I would lash out after that. I've gotten in trouble. I gotten in fights. I gotten arrested several, I mean, so many times I was angry. People couldn't say anything or tell me anything or, you know, give me any advice at the time. It, I was just not open for it. And so now, even when I have people and I meet them and they're having a bad day, I try not to judge them on that first visit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, you never know what people are going through. Yeah. So I, you know, cause I was them, I was there. You know, and I remember yeah. a lady telling me at one t point in time, you have a disgusting mouth, she said. And I was rude to her, you know. So, you know, I just tell people just have grace on people. Try not to judge right away. Try not to, especially us women, um, because... We don't give us ourselves enough grace. We want to go ahead and, and knock each other down and find out what's wrong. Yeah. And see if there's something that you can do to help or even if it's just a shoulder to cry on and to let people out. So that's kind of, you know, why I, you know, finally spoke a little bit about my story, yeah. um, about what I had to go through. And um, I didn't think of, that I was going to be a visionary and lead other people that I can tell you 
um, until January, February of this year, I had no intentions on doing so. I ended up writing my first book, Words of Wisdom, and um, went through that process. And then I wrote a couple more books. And I noticed that I started healing and getting uh, things started changing. The feeling of just talking about what I experienced started changing. Yeah. I can tell that I started healing. It wasn't just in a box anymore. Yeah. And I was already growing into that, in the position to where I didn't care anymore what anyone thought. Yeah. And I think that's a big deal because caring so much what other people think about you will hinder you from your growth and your movement. Yeah, absolutely. So I got to that point where I love myself. I know who I am and I don't care what anyone else thinks. See that right there, that is so key. It's important to believe in you. And it's beautiful the opportunity that you have extended to these new Amazon number one best-selling authors. Thank you so much for talking about it right here with us on A Dose of Hope Radio. Um, it's going to be amazing and I'm looking forward to what's to come. Thank you so much. Listen, family, I attended the event and heard the authors as they shared their stories one by one. The event was stunningly beautiful. Do you hear me? It was beautiful. It had an amazing speaker, Sherry Johnson, who spoke about some uh, injustices that she has been facing as well as they had poets they had singers um you know the music that we've played today were the songs that were shared their um glory and never would have made it so i'm just telling you it was an awesome awesome event i was so excited to be in the place and so honored to be invited to share that moment with the authors of injustice so make sure that you get in touch with her if you are interested in being a part of this movement and also if you want to get books from the individual authors make sure that you look in the footnotes of the episodes. Links for the authors will be right there for you. Are you planning an event? Need promotions or sound? You have found it right here. Yep, right here at Big Mind Entertainment LLC. We can help your event sound and look great through marketing, promotions, and so much more. Let us do the dirty work. Find us on Amazon and Roku at Big Mind Entertainment LLC or visit us at BigMindEntertainmentLLC.com. We can make your event the dream you always imagined. Whoop, whoop, that's the show. Thank you to everyone who tuned in and listened on today. I really do appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who showed up for the Vicky Winans concert on Sunday night. I was your host and we had a blast. Vicky is hilariously funny. And so that definitely made it uh, just over the top amazing. All right. Thank you to everyone who popped in. Thank you to everyone who got tickets from me. We had about over 30, 40 people in the house just from Adults of Hope Radio. So I am so excited to have met met so many of you to god be all the glory make sure you save the date august 5th on your calendar as we are having our first ever annual a dose of hope radio community day and health symposium i mean we are putting it on for you guys we're going to have health screenings we're going to have the kids corner plenty of stuff for the kids to do make sure you bring the kids on out make sure you come get your blood pressures checked make sure you come and get yourself checked out the health symposium is going to be talking about epilepsy and traumatic brain injuries and all this great stuff we're gonna have the best neurologists and doctors in the house so make sure you come out and check us out on that day we're gonna have food fun music we got some amazing artists that's gonna be in the place so make sure you get to Portsmouth City Park on August the 5th all right make sure you save that date make sure you get there a dose of hope radio community day and health symposium I'm telling you it's gonna be absolutely amazing come on out and have a good time with us from 4 p.m to 8 p.m. Up next week, we have the amazing Deborah Fry who's going to be with us. We have another anthology, y'all, back to back. And this one is called Grief Through His Eyes, Volume 2. Y'all remember Volume 1 where the men came on and just poured their souls out? Where they're back. And they have some new authors this time. And it's all men helping you in the areas of grief. So they'll be with us on next week. So make sure you guys check it out. If you don't know, now you know that you have been dosed, all right? And I'll talk to you guys when on next week. Ooh, 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 ooh,